Hey everyone, I'm Jasper. And I'm Stefano. And welcome to Make the Jump, where our mission is to find unique experiences, perspectives, and mindsets of individuals from all walks of life. If there's one thing we know, success comes in many different forms, and it's our goal to find out just how diverse it can be. The purpose of this podcast is to share with you, the listener, what we learn from some of the most successful people we know. So let's jump right in. Today, we are introducing a new segment on the show where we will sit down, converse, and simply see where the conversation takes us. Whether it's with friends or even just on our own, there's always new things to discuss. We hope you enjoy, and without further ado, welcome to Studio Talks. Welcome back to Make the Jump. Today uh, is a little bit of a different episode. We're here with one of our good friends, Alexander. Alexander, what's up? What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Alexander is also known as Hedge. That's true. I am also known as that. So we might refer to him a couple times as Hedge. But uh, uh, yeah, so we're back on the on recording our episodes, and now we're, we've taken a little bit of a break, but we're back. And uh, Jasper, how are we feeling? We're feeling good. Um, I apologize for not creating content as usual as we've been creating it. Um, I went on a, on a couple of trips um, to Northern California and to Arizona. But yes, we are back. We're feeling good. Stefano's about to start school soon. That's Steph, true. USC, yeah. coming on strong. <laughs> Alex uh, is about to start again too Hedge. soon. SMC, not as strong, but also strong. You're going places, <laughs> dude. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm, not I'm, not, I'm going with the flow. I want to hear about it. your trip, though. Tell us about your, your journeys to the north and to the east. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have a trip to the north and the east. Um, so the first trip I took was to Lake Tahoe, and that was a great time. Um, nice eight-hour drive, and the lake is Sheesh. gorgeous. It's like all blue. The water tastes like Dasani. Like, That's kind of gross. No, dude, it was <laughs> awesome. Like you would dive down and you could be like, take a gulp of dude. it and it would taste exactly like Dasani water that you'd have. Like, dude, I've, I have a crazy Lake Tahoe story if you want, if you want to hear that. Bro, or do you want, yeah, throw I, it at do me. You want, do you want to give me your Lake I, Tahoe experience first? And then and I'm, I'm going yeah, to no, hear your that. story. Let's, let's, let's hear yours and then let's get back yeah. to Alex's. No, I mean. Wait, it, so you would just go down into the lake and just like take a sip? Just take a sip. That's kind of I weird, was a little man. hesitant <laughs> to After this story, you're going to wish you hadn't done that. Oh, that's not good. I know that there's dead bodies at the bottom of the lake. That's what you were going to say? Uh, okay, so I'm just going to tell the story. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. So Lake Tahoe is a glacial You're telling lake, the Jacques right? Cousteau story. The what? The Jacques Cousteau. No. Okay. No. This is so, so, so uh, my grandfather is is from Lake Tahoe. He's from uh, Truckee, I guess. No way. The, yeah. So he, he grew up around there. and uh, Is that where your mom or dad is from? Uh, I mean, he was in the Navy, so my mom is kind of like from all over the place. Like, I think she was born in Seattle, but it wow. was like they like moved all over the place. But uh, the, my grandpa grew up in around Lake Tahoe, and uh, you know, he was some hillbillies. His family was some hillbillies. They like ran a gas station and shit, and like he and the boys would, you know, for fun go diving in Lake Tahoe as you do, and. Um, Diving is in like free diving or just like, like free diving, swimming around, you know, on the weekends, whatever. That's okay. like, you know, I mean, I, 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 like a small town like Tahoe activities. Like, there's only like so many things yeah. you can do. I feel yeah. like most of those activities. And this is in what, like the fifties? Oh, this has been yeah. This is like yeah, the fit, probably around the fifties, yeah. Um, and uh, so they were, uh, you know, he was out with the boys one weekend. They were all swimming around, um, and they see, like, in the distance, they see, like, someone, like, floating on the water. Oof. And they're like, oh, fuck, like, you know, like, bad. And, you know, they're, they're, they're all, like, uh, you know, very uh, comfortable in the water. So, you know, they're, like, yeah. you know, swimming over there. Like, we got to, yeah. like, help give them CPR or whatever. They get over there, and it's this, like, woman in, like, super traditional, like, like uh, you know, Native American dress. Like, Whoa. you know, with, like, the you know, the skins and mm -hmm. stuff and all the beads. Yeah um uh dead 
very but like freshly dead you know they're like so and they're like whoa okay like maybe there's like some kind of like you know because there are still uh you know indigenous people around there so they're like you know maybe there's like some kind of ceremony going on you know whatever they get back to the uh get back to shore tell the police whatever um turns out because lake tahoe is a glacial lake yeah as you get lower and lower in the lake the bottom of the lake is just like straight ice you know so it's just like colder and colder so okay this body that they found was like like pre-colonial like like actual like like native american from like you know 1700s 1800s did they uh, carbon date the body who yeah um who had uh i don't know if it was like that seems pretty like fancy for like lake lake tahoe police department but they you know were uh, because it was like I don't know how Dude, they, the it, was, it was like records. The forensic detectives there. That's the right word, right? That's the forensic, right name. Forensic scientists. Yeah. So scientists yeah. or detectives. I mean, well, either. That does not think it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so she just kind of like popped out. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. Cause she, you know, cause it's like she, she would have, you know, drowned, you know, God knows how many years ago and floated down to like the, the, you know, bottommost icy layer and ice, you know, like cryogenic freezing mm-hmm. and stuff that oh like preserves God. your body. And, Wait, then, you, and then it just I, happened to get warm enough, float back up. Did your grandfather talk about how freaked out he was? Was that like? I mean, he was in Vietnam, crap. so oh, <laughs> so I, th- I, th- I th- he was like he was he was also in the Navy during Vietnam. So oh. I feel like this was post Vietnam. No, that was pre Vietnam. But I feel like he's like you know that's like the least of his that's concerns least, at at this point. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's like there's like some. And I'll tell you the Jacusto story after this about Lake okay. Tahoe that yeah. I heard. That scared me. <laughs> but and you're still going down there taking taking some sips. No, I didn't go down deep. Oh, okay, I mean, okay. I'm not doing that. Good, good. I mean, it's kind of suspicious. I mean, it's like, yes, it's pretty water, but it's just dark blue, like all the way down. Yeah, it's like one of the deepest lakes in the world. Yeah, it's like 1,600 feet deep. It's like crazy. That's good. Um, what I was gonna say was there was like a woolly mammoth, like a baby woolly mammoth that was uncovered, like. In 2012, that yeah, was like I've seen preserved. pictures of that. In the yeah, lake. that was in. No, no, I didn't know was, that was like. This tough. was in like Siberia. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. I'm yeah, talking okay. about like how like frozen stuff yeah. just like pops oh, up yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's just absurd. Yeah. Like it's just like a chunk of history that just comes right back into the present moment, and it's just so off-putting. Like the story you just told me was like, whoa. Yeah, there was this. I, I don't know if this was just like my school was weird, but there was this like book that we had in like my elementary school classroom about this one it's probably like man i forget what it was called but it's just like i think it's like a pretty like well-known uh like historical discovery of this shipwreck that was in like it was like a arct one of the like early arctic expeditions that was like lost at sea and uh they found it in like like uh, i don't know like 2000 like early 2000s um and uh it was like, you know, because it's so cold, like all the bodies were like very well preserved. And I do not know how the fuck they let that into like a, a like a third grade, second yeah. grade classroom. Cause, but and they had like graphic pictures. I was, wow. I, was, I was like so freaked out looking wow. at that shit. Cause it was like, you know, it's like they're very like well preserved, but it's like, it's freaky, bro. Cause it's like, you know, you got like all the teeth like peeled back and stuff and like the really? creepy like yellow skin. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's not rotting, but it's like, it's it's just so weird to see like something that's been like stagnant for that long, but isn't you know decomposing. Oh, I know that. I, that's yeah. I mean that's the image that's come up in my head, and that's why when like now I'll tell you the story. Well, I'll get back to that. <laughs> so basically, the other story that you said that's yeah. why I guess dead bodies is because before we went, my friend Evan said, "Okay, guys, this is gonna scare you, but there are a bunch of dead bodies at the bottom of the lake." Yep. But not for the reason that you said. That's interesting yeah. that a Native American woman from the 1700s like, yeah. had drowned. And yeah. That's very interesting. This is much what, more what was cruel. He saying? What, was he saying? what he was saying was in the 1920s or whenever they were building the railroad, mm-hmm. I think that was around then, through yeah. Northern California. Um that was the, that time, right? I'm, I'm not certain. I think it sound, sounds right. Okay. Know. Whenever they were building It should the have been around the yeah, 1920s, yeah. Okay. I believe. A lot of the railroad workers wouldn't meet quotas and they wouldn't do things right oh, and they'd fuck shit. up. And so the mafia, apparently, this is dude, what knew, he told I me, knew it was mob would shit, throw, dude, yeah. would kill people and it would throw these bodies down. And just like you said, 
now they know that there's hundreds upon hundreds of bodies at the bottom of the lake that are, like you said, perfectly preserved. Yeah. And Jacques Cousteau, because Jacques Cousteau is Jacques Cousteau, yeah. swam down to the lake and he said, the world's not ready for what's at the bottom of Lake Tahoe. Holy it's like a shit. thing. You can search it up. Um, That's fucking And dude, it's freaky. Dude, you know what? I, like, have you guys seen Lord of the Rings? Um, I've seen the you new one. Is, is, you know what I'm talking really about? Okay, no. dude, there's like there's the, this one like like cursed like swamp that they go through in Lord of the Rings where it's like the site of this like ancient battle or something that yeah. was like so fucked up and like so many people died yeah. that it's just like the the like it's just like the ground is like like made of just like bodies on bodies and like oh. like you look down on the water and it's just there's like these like creepy ass, just like skeleton faces. They just oh. look, and that's that's what I'm that's what I'm picturing at the bottom of Lake Tahoe yeah, right now. There's something about frozen, lifeless faces that it just really scares me. You know about bog bodies? No, Dude. I've heard of that before. Yeah, that's like that. It's a, it's a, it's a similar thing where it's like they have it. Um, it's instead of honestly, I'm not, like I do not know the chemistry of it, but it's like instead of cold preserving the body it's like whatever uh mix of like um you know like plant matter and water is in these like specific um peat bogs it's mm -hmm. material called peat which is like yeah i think it's almost like moss it's like this yeah. mixture of like moss and dirt. aren't bogs it's a sp special kind of like um biome in, yeah it's a special biome yeah and it's like it's like pretty rare which is why it's a big deal when they find these bodies but it's like it's another thing like that where they have um uh, very well preserved uh, uh, bodies from like um, the one the one I saw. I, I know there's there's a few, but I got to see one uh, in the British Museum when I visited England briefly. Um, and he it was like a, it was like a Celtic dude, you know. It was like from like you know pre or probably I don't know like pre Romans, you know, like ancient England type and stuff. Preserved like and it, well, it's it's freaky because the chemicals. Um, in the bog it like it, it like he looks like like leather like he looks like like it's like like black black like you know just like completely like dyed skin and like it looks it looks like he's like made out of leather like it's like you know it's like all the organs and stuff are like you know crushed or whatever so it's like it's just like I don't know. Like, look up pictures when you get the chance. But look up bug the, weirdest, yeah. the weirdest thing with that, I yeah. always think about, like, especially with looking at, like, I think we've seen a lot of uh, pictures and things like that of mummies or yeah. preserved yeah. humans, oh, yeah, especially like in, especially yeah. in class, like yeah. in high school. Yeah. But the thing that I always think about is when I look at those pictures, like, just thinking about the idea that that what I'm looking at right now was a life like I am right now at some yeah, point. Yeah, so weird. And they had that body right there Dude. had its own experiences, its own its own oh. heart uh, heartbreaks, its own uh, so joys. Weird. It's crazy. Like, it's but, just so weird. But And how alienated it seems to us. Like, why don't we look at dead bodies like, oh, that's just, I mean, that's just something that, it's like a freaking leaf that fell off a tree. That's really what it is. It's just a, it's a, it's a human with no life. It's just, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Why can't we just accept that there's no life and it's not freaky. It's just a part of the, the way things are. Cause there's, I think there's just, cause there's such a confusion and mystery around death. So like, we don't know what's going yeah. on. So like, it's like, we look at it, freaky. we look at it with a, with a mysticism. Like, I think we're headed towards our full philosophical <laughs> <laughs> direction, which I guess is death. Damn. Are you afraid of death, Alex? <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> getting, getting right into it. I mean, I really want me to, I mean. No, I mean, why not? I mean, I think that's important. Okay. That's part of were, what our, were we done with Lake Tahoe? I feel like there, well, was, there was. Lake Tahoe begins and ends with dead bodies okay that's I, all it is damn. no damn. i'm just joking yeah. lake tahoe was fun and yeah um but but i am interested in this conversation i think death is a really interesting segue that somehow naturally came up because <laughs> it turns out that the reason why we make jumps in life the reason why we try to become as present as we can is because we're afraid of dying we're afraid of leaving this world too soon and not leaving behind the legacy that we want to leave behind and I often think about this, you know, who I am. And I'm sure you guys have both thought about this in terms of like, wow, like, I'm so stupid. I should have done that. I only get to do this life once. Or like, mm -hmm. man, life is too short. I'm going to enjoy myself. Like, there's two very distinct, like, approaches yeah. and lifestyles that people have. 
Some are more structured. Some people kind of float with the the way the sea carries them. But um, I'm interested to hear what your approach to death is. Like recently, I don't know if you've ever thought about it. Like has it morphed from something like, I know as, as a child, like I'm scared of death. I'm scared to hear that my parents could die or that I could die. Mm-hmm. And I'd always get in a horrible mood after talking about death. It would scare me. It would shut me up. Like, you know, those feelings. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What, what are your, like, what's your, what's your position on death? bro? <laughs> <laughs> what do I stand on death? Um, oh man. I mean, wow. Uh, where, okay. Well, I mean, j- just like you made me think of it. Like, like, uh, when you're a kid, you know, the, um, uh, I just remember like my first kind of uh, existential like reckoning with yeah. that was when uh, I was, I don't know if you've ever heard of the artist uh, Alexander Calder. He did like the, if you've been to LACMA and you see like the big thing that like rotates in like the pool yeah. with like the colors. The, Wait, are like, you talking about the steel thing that you walk into and you like? No, not the big brown one. It's like a, it's like a. It's it's like a balancing kind of thing. That okay, goes no, like, I don't know what that uh, is. He, he he did these like very, very like colorful modern yeah. kind of like it's like sculptures that like move with the wind and stuff. Okay, and um, I uh, when I was a, when I was a little kid, I was like really into that because you know when you're a little kid, it's like you see shapes and colors. You're like this is the coolest shit ever. Um, and he had the same name as me, hmm. um, which was also fascinating. Um, and I remember uh talking to my mom and I was saying, I want to call this guy on the phone and talk to him about <laughs> his art. Cause it's so, it's so cool. Yeah. And he had your um, name. Uh, yeah. And he has my name and I want to just like discuss. You wanted to get to what, know, him. I wanted to get to know this guy. Right. Why not? Uh, and you were and this guy's number one fan. I was dude. And unfortunately he's dead. <laughs> and uh, she was like, I mean, you can't do that cause he's dead. And I was like, Oh, like it's cool. I'll, I'll just call him when he gets back. <laughs> and just like, how do you like, you know, whoa like i'm you know i'm just imagining that now from like my mom's perspective like i don't i don't i don't don't think i remember like exactly what she said but um uh i remember that soon after that uh we would uh we would go to starbucks like almost like every day in the summers because our house didn't have air conditioning um so we would just like go to starbucks and just like sit there all day just to get get, get out the heat um uh but one day we were coming back back from starbucks uh, and there was this dead pigeon, um, like on the side of the, the sidewalk. Um, and I was like, uh, my, I, I wanted to, to like snatch some of its like feathers to like use in an art project. That sounds like really like, well, wow. like uh, morbid, You're but a it was horrible like, person. that's, yeah, no, that sounds like some like creepy, like, like, yeah, yeah. I picked the wings off butterflies, <laughs> but like, no, nah, it was like, I didn't even, cause I didn't, I didn't even register that it's like that's like a dead thing. I was just like, Oh, free feathers. Awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, and my mom would stop me and be like, nah, like that's a dead bird. Like don't mess with that. Yeah. And that was like the first time that I had like, uh, thought of what you were saying, Stefano, with the sort of like, when does that, when, when does something go from being like a, like a being to being an object, mm. you know? And I was like, yeah. so prepared to like, just be like, Oh, hell yeah. Feathers. But it's like, damn, wait, that's like, that's a, that's a you gotta let else. that bird yeah. rest easy. Yeah. Um, as for what is my stance on death, um, <laughs> uh, man, you know, I don't know, I don't know, and uh, I think. What's your approach to death? Like, yeah, when you look at when you look like, at what that do you concept? think happens when you die? Is that what, what you're asking? No, like, no, well, how I'm do saying... I how do I live my life with the knowledge of, of yeah. death? Yeah. that's that's something unique to human beings that we know yeah we know we're gonna, gonna die, die. Yeah. and we know we know roughly when in a way like you know that maybe you'll live x amount of years and at that point you'll have to you'll you'll move on but that's the unique thing about human beings that we can know that and we can plan accordingly because of that so mm-hmm. how do you plan for that how what do you do in your life to kind of knowing that you have a finite time here yeah. What do you, what do you want to do at that time? I mean, so I used to, I used to think a lot about like living forever and what, Oh my God, that would look like, you you know? And it's, I think when you start thinking like that, it's like, it's not, it's not like I I, I ever sat down and was like, I need to come to terms with death, you know? Mm -hmm. But when it's like, when you start thinking of like what the alternative is, you're like, 
you know, maybe it's like, maybe this is okay. You know, because it's just like the realities of not dying are like, I would say, arguably worse than you know, having, having Honestly, a, a I fully agree. Death. That's, yeah. that's a big thing. A lot of people say this, but that's what makes a lot of our lives so special. Yeah. But that, yeah. It's not not, not to get like it. edgy emo yeah. on the on the podcast yeah. right now, but, you know, I don't know uh, who said you know it. No, you're but, not edgy and emo. Yeah. Thank don't you, worry. man. Thank you. Thank you for covering for me. Yeah. Um, you know, p- the people on, on the internet, they can't see what I look like. So maybe they think I got, I'm like hot topic right now. Like no. I got like my Everyone black Everyone else is not hot topic. Yeah. Yeah. Alex wears very simple, direct, alternative clothing. Thank That's you. how I describe thank your style. Thank, thank you. I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah anyway, is. anyway, but I don't know who said it, but it's, I, th- I think it's some, uh, I don't know. It's something that says like death is what gives life meaning, right? Mm. Maybe that's just like a saying. Franz yeah. Kafka? Maybe, probably. That sounds, that, that sounds like something he said. De- death is what gives life meaning. Of course. It's what Mr. Smolin had on his door. He oh, had a yo, I true. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah. it's Franz Kafka. Yeah. Mr. Smolin was our ninth grade and 12th grade high school yeah. English teacher. And philosopher. And philosopher. So and if he's listening to this, shout well, out, shout remember out Mr. Your, yeah. remember your door. We remember your door. Yeah. Um, yeah, because just like it's a very true quote, though. It's like that's that's like you can't put that better into per, into but, perspective. Because yeah. if, like, if you could yeah. live forever, you wouldn't do anything. You know, it's like you wouldn't. You need yeah. that that pressure to you know like motivate pretty much anything. You're we gonna already do. we already procrastinate as as much as we do in this life. Like, imagine if we had yeah, exactly. If you had unlimited time, time yeah. dude. But I, there's I'll, alternative I'll things. Yeah. But I just want to peek in here. There's mm-hmm. a couple of things that I want to say. Number one is. Have you guys seen the movie The Old Guard that came out on Netflix? No. With Charlize oh, that, Yeah, Theron, no, no, no. I wanted to because Charlize Theron. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Okay, it so basically the premise is just that there's these like ancient like warriors and they live forever basically. And Classic, then their life okay. ends when God like decides like their fate will just end after a thousand years. They might just die after living like a bunch of lives so they can okay. get killed and come back. And eventually one time they get killed and they don't come back. But you don't know. No, you don't okay. know when it's going to come. So Charlize Theron's character is this like ancient, like she doesn't even remember where she was born. Um, she's like this ancient, she's been like written in like the Bible about, like she's yeah. like almost a God, um, but she's like this ancient fighter. Super, super cool topic. But she describes how like she knows like all the languages in the world. And like, if you imagine if you lived like a thousand lives, you could do, you could have a thousand professions. You could have so much knowledge. So like, if you take the forever approach, like, are you going to slack off forever? Or are you going to be like, okay, per hundred years, like I want to try and be the first hundred years. I want to try and be like a good athlete. The next hundred years, I want to be a really good filmmaker. Yeah. And then I want to be a, an entrepreneur after. Yeah. Like, is that your approach? Or are you just like, at that point, like, you're so like depressed about seeing all of your friends die before you. Yeah, that you're like, <laughs> I mean, there's here's, no more. Meat. Here's the thing: not to get too like like uh, you know, according to my calculations, but yeah. um, there's like when you get into the reality of what that would look like. Yeah, it's like the hardware of the human body is yeah. not is is built with that you know, 80 to 100 year lifespan. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying theoretically, if you could live forever and considering you could live in a 40 year old body okay. forever or you whatever. Live for, do you have, do you have unlimited, um, memory like in your brain? Am I going to like forget? I, I feel like you do. I feel like you do. I feel like you do. Bro, I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. That's um, <laughs> well, okay. Well, we never remember what we have for yeah. breakfast when we're 75 years old, except for it's, if it's the day of our wedding or something like that. Right. But like, would you take the stance of like, I'm going to just continue to like go and go and go. I feel like for one life, I'd just like chill and I wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'd break for like 150 years. I'd like go to a cave in like France and just like paint the walls. Yeah. Because I wonder if it's like, you know, if you, if you do got unlimited brain space like that, at what point does your brain kind of like recontextualize itself? to that like those vast you know periods of time don't feel long you know it's yeah. like how, how like you know tortoises or all these animals that live for like hundreds of years yeah it's like they're not thinking of it like hundreds of no. years i mean they're probably not you know mm, aware so the of brain time, kind of resets a little bit like you yeah. kind of 
I mean, that's, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. No, no, I don't no. know. Obviously, like, no one knows, but yeah. Very interesting. Now, the other, the other thing is take away the forever. Stefano, I need you to throw in some opinion here. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing is now, how often do you find yourself? For me, something that I'm constantly trying to do is I have, and you both know this because you know how like rigid I am when it comes to like how much sleep I want to get. Mm-hmm. Like, hey guys, can't go out to tacos. I want to go to bed early <laughs> so I can wake up early the next yeah, day yeah, yeah. and get nine hours of sleep. I mean, you guys lovingly make fun of me because it's completely, <laughs> you know, understandable. It's something that not a lot of people do, but you understand, you, you know, I do it and you respect it. But of yeah. course it's, it's, as we would say, roastable. <laughs> um, but, uh, part of that reason is because like, I know how much sleep can benefit the time that I'm awake and I want the time that I'm awake to be as like important and meaningful as possible. But I often find myself, even with all of this, so distracted by life. Mm-hmm. I have to do the dishes. I have to walk the dog. I have to not I have to, but I check social media and I go down a social media loop and I'm somewhere down 25 minutes and I'm like, dude, I didn't even do what I needed to do just now for myself. Like I find like every day there's a moment where I'm like, God damn it. I wanted to take that moment back and fill it with something like important. So it's almost like we live in eternity every moment. I know this is very crazy, but we, we mindlessly go about doing things Mm. Yet we do have such a short life, but it's so long too. Like it's actually so long. People say life is so short, but life is long. Like it's a long time. 80 years is a long time. Yeah. I mean, so how do you, do you ever find yourself, both you guys, I just told you how I feel, but do you find yourselves ever caught in those moments where you're just like, I can be doing better or like I need to loosen up. Mm-hmm. I always, for me, I always feel like I look at my days a lot where it's, I start to, whatever happens in the day and then yeah. towards the end of it or something like that, or in the middle of it, there's a voice in me that tells me like, there's not enough time in this day for me to do what I need to do. <laughs> it's so always. True. Especially with, especially with having to fit in like whatever school work, anything, or You're even, even, man. even time to, to yeah. relax. I feel like, but obviously i most of that time where I'm thinking like, there's not enough time in this day. A lot of it is used up by just like taking a little bit too much time to relax, but there's <laughs> so a, a lot of me feels that it's just like you, there's a lot of things you want to get done and you can't get them all done in, in one day. So then that's when, that's when it gets frustrating for me, but I feel like there are moments where you just kind of let that go and do what you can do for that time or that day. And then you, and then you can like figure something out for the next days or whatever. But yeah. I agree with you that you like, you kind of start to analyze what you're doing and you're like, damn, what did I just do? Why, why did I do that? What, what, what yeah. am I doing? What am I? <laughs> what? Just what? <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. How I about mean, you, Alex? Yeah, I, I I get caught up in that a lot. I think, um, and that that's that's actually something I'm I'm trying to work on. Um, is you know, like you said, that it often feels like uh, that there aren't enough hours in the day. Uh, I, I get caught in this like really bad mindset where it's like there's not enough hours in the day for the amount of stuff I have to get done, but too many hours in the day, in the day for the amount of energy I have, mm. you know? So mm. it's like, that's cool. It's this terrible, like, that's paradox. The flip side, yeah. Are where you it's like, eating the right things? Am, uh, Cause you could be missing out on the middle of the day. If you have refined carbohydrates, <laughs> your midday slump might be much deeper. I mean, I think this is more of a psychological issue, but um, yeah, no, I know yeah. what you mean though. Yeah. I know what you mean too. I know yeah. what you mean. Um, yeah, no, I have been, I have been trying, having to like, you know, rework, uh, you know, meal times and stuff with, with work and all, but, yeah. um, that's, but, uh, that's, that's a, that's a separate You don't discussion. feel like yeah. meal, well, we can talk about Yeah, we can, we can talk about that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, it's this like terrible paradox where it's like, okay, we, I got like 12 hours or so of being awake and like for the amount of stuff on my checklist, that's like like 48 hours worth of of work Mm. and i only got like six hours in me you know and it's like the the thing i struggle with and have been you know working on is Mm -hmm. uh you know forgiving yourself when you don't Mm. 
you know, smash that checklist when you don't get everything. So such a good um, comment. Yeah. Such a good comment. Cause it's very easy to, uh, get caught up in that. And that was, you know, earlier, early in quarantine, that's, that's like, I was, that, that was just like running a train on me, bro. Like I, I would, I would make these checklists and then I would get so caught up in the, you know, just like the, the act of the checklist itself and like checking them off in order. And I would like get, get through like one or two. And then like, I would get to with the one item that it was just like, that's like, you know, a little too much. And, you know, I would try to like, motive like motivate myself in these just like really messed up ways where i'd be like okay like you know we're not going to do anything until we do this thing or you know we're not gonna, i'm not going to eat yeah. or sleep until mm-hmm. i do this thing wow. and then it's like the thing just doesn't get done and now it's just you know like six hours later and i haven't eaten anything or like you know so you slept. dig yourself in a deeper hole yeah and you dig yourself in a deeper hole and you feel worse about yourself for doing that and it's just this feedback loop right. of and you keep getting frustrated with yourself yeah too, yeah and, like, so, and then it's you just, tell yourself it, like what am i doing yeah, why am i not like, doing you're an this? idiot why you is know, this not it's working like you know you're yeah. being inefficient it's just like all the negative self-talk and it's yeah. just like you just that that's like the black hole but there's the so what uh you know, what I had to start doing was, you know, thinking like, you know, this is like the, the, the systems, these, uh, ideas that, you know, you're making to help yourself get through the day to get things done. That's like, you're doing them for yourself. And if they're not helping you, that's, you know, it's not like you failed by doing it differently because it's your system and you're, you're changing it to make it work better for Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So it, 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 you know, even just something as simple as like doing the checklist out of order, you know, it's like, I get like to like X item and it's like, mm, that's like, I'm not really, you know, at that point right now, mm-hmm. you know, skip down, we'll get it later, whatever. And it's like, that's okay. You know, yeah. that's, and just, you know, knowing that that's okay and letting yourself believe that that's okay is, um, you know, that's like, that can be a struggle, but that's, that's, you know, that's key to, uh, I think in the short term kind of, uh, you know, contextualizing that that productivity that uh not getting caught up like you said very well said i'm thank you i'm very happy (laughs) that you're on that wavelength yeah um i don't think a lot of people are um the fact that you talked about forgiveness is really interesting because that's something that i have worked on as well um it's really important to give yourself a break. That doesn't mean taking a break. It means giving yourself the room to process, step back, become more objective, and just let your emotions flow and let things happen. Mm-hmm. Because we are so goal oriented, just as humans, I think we want to get, we want to achieve things. I believe naturally we want to get things done. I think we have a desire to like control yeah. things that sometimes aren't even in our control. Yeah, to control it really is just to control. I think that's an yeah. even better word when you don't control it and when you don't like grasp it and have it in your domain, it feels like you failed, but that's not the case because it's very valiant to put an effort forward and begin that. Um, yeah. Forgiveness is really, really important. We get stuck in so many ruts without it and it's hard in a machismo world to come up and say forgiveness is like really important like it's something that's important to me but you need to give yourself love it's self-love is what it is yeah like if you fell in a sports game and you missed a shot usually you know depending on who your parents are they'll say hey buddy good job it's okay you got to give yourself that, hey, buddy, it's okay. You're going to fall. You're going to not be able to do certain things. That, for me, is forgiveness. It's okay. So before I go to bed sometimes, I try to say, you know, I, f- I actually say in my head, I say, I forgive myself for these things. I forgive myself for these shortcomings because I'm only human. I'm not a robot. I'm not a computer. I'm going to make mistakes. Hell, computers make mistakes. They run too fast sometimes, and they slow down too much because they do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Just just calm down. Enjoy the ride sometimes. I have a hard time not latching on to what's possible. I have a hard time stepping away and just letting go of the wheel. How do you think, How do you? because you've said that you're, you've been kind of trying to focus on this during quarantine and during um, these past couple of months. So how do you think you're ready now more so than ever for the next 
semester of school and especially I know you're trying to transfer as well yeah so like how, how do you feel like this time has prepared you to be better oh man I mean I think it's I mean we, we shall see first yeah. of all you know it's like that's because it's like I think uh this it it, it really kind of like uh created almost this vacuum where it's like okay you have no structure you know, in your day, hmm. um, like good luck, you know, and yeah. <laughs> like, it's so true, you know, like, right on, um, on cause board. like, that's like, you know, at least my brain, like I, I need that, um, you know, I need to be able to create that structure if it's not there. And, and then also, you know, kind of like tweak it to make it work for me. Um, and it's like, I think, I, I hope that, th that this was like the, you know, harder version and then with school coming up that'll be like you know it, it won't be as bad because there's like uh you know that's like some of the the structuring work is mm -hmm. done for you um and it's just a matter of uh you Executing know sort of like planning yeah. my you know uh thinking around that um really just putting your time in yeah yeah um uh but yeah i mean yeah, I, 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 again, we, we shall see, but I, I, I hope that, um, that the, the kind of, uh, forced, uh, reflection, I guess, I don't know, that seems like soul surgery, but it's just kind of like, you know, forced sort of like, uh, introspection into like, you know, everyone had to do it into like, you know, how you, uh, work and how the you know your relationship with yourself really is that actually i wanted you you made me think of that yeah. uh, a second ago when you were talking about forgiveness is that like um uh i, I, I read it maybe it was like a tweet or something or an article i read i read mm -hmm. something that said uh the the your relationship you have with yourself is always the hardest because you can't you're the only person you can ever walk away from Mm. You know, because every, every, everyone else, you know, all your, the relationships you have, good or bad, you know, or the forgiveness or the love or the yeah. hate you feel towards other people, that's always contextualized in that, you know, this is like someone else and like worst comes to worst, it's like whatever, you know, distance them, it's like no big deal. You can never just, you know, tap out on yourself. And I mean, you can try using, you know, various substances, yeah. but that, that don't end well. Um, so, uh, and that sort of lack of, uh, perspective, I guess. Yeah. And that, that, that's, that's something that, that helps me, uh, and helped me and, you know, continues to help me a lot when, when trying to like practice this forgiveness is using this double standard where it's like, if, you know, if one of you guys was like in the situation that I am currently in, yeah. in this hypothetical situation, yeah. um, you know, like, what would I tell you guys? And like, 99% of the time I'm a hundred times nicer than I am to myself. Yeah. You know, and it's because mm -hmm. that, that relationship with yourself is so, uh, different. I, I mean, it's, it's like, it's completely different. It's, it's the, you know, it's the only relationship like that, that anyone will ever experience, you know, where it's like completely, uh, this lack of, uh, uh you know, a perspective, mm. um, uh, which was that that was connected to what, what you said about school somehow, yeah. but I, <laughs> that was there was a connection. Not being prepared, it, yeah. having structure. Yeah. Well, talking about school too, I kind of wanted to. One thing I wanted to bring up is kind of our friendship because we've been friends now for like I think around five years, almost going on to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. And uh, we've had some like really like fun, uh, memorable experiences together. And like one that stands out in my mind is the is last year's long awaited arrival of avengers endgame oh, <laughs> oh man for anybody most people don't know this but us three jasper alexander and i went to the opening night showing about of avengers endgame at the groves like elite theater i was like that's like the best theater one of the best theaters in la to see it and this was like this was an experience to be had yeah. we, were, we were we were hyping <laughs> this up for months i remember yeah what do you what do you guys remember of that time of like of uh of when we were friends in that time and how we were yeah. dealing with that? I mean I remember 
Man, I remember just like the the. Do you remember the guys that we met? Oh, like outside the theater. Yeah. Stefano like feels like he sees them like every like yeah. few months. And be like, bro, <laughs> I swear to God, I have a photo. I took a photo of this dude he was walking down the street. I have it. Look at this. Yeah, it was, it was like it was this like dude in a Harvard hoodie yeah. or something, and yeah. his, his homie. And we like, saw them outside of the theater first, like yeah, outside, outside of the doors, and we just like no, we, were, we, were we were just being so social. Hyped. Yeah, yeah. We were just that was like, we that, were like I think that was my favorite part of that experience was that just like you could just walk up someone and be like, Hey, like, you know, everyone, yeah. everyone was just like, so yeah. like hyped to be there. It was a hundred strangers in a room. Yeah. And like into all like of friends. us were like, like it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were all like, just like yeah. shouting hella during the movie. Yeah. And we went there like what? It was like 10, 30, 11. It was pretty late. Yeah. And it was a three hour movie. <laughs> and it was a school night too, whatever. We, but was, we were at, at that point in 12th grade for anyone who's we were in gone. 11th grade going to 12th grade or whatever. No such thing as school. Or ha- is older like us than high schoolers. There comes a point in 12th grade when you're just like, I'm going to let God take the wheel. <laughs> this like, was second semester. Senior it's just, year. It's, it's just... in God's hands at this point. If I don't <laughs> pass, I don't pass. <laughs> you should have done all of your quality work before then to yeah. just help ride you out. You were mentally plus. gone. And then like we get to that theater. First of all, like because we'd been like looking forward to Avengers Endgame yeah. since Avengers Infinity War, which was a year before that. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a whole year of expectation, anticipation, especially as friends too, talking about whatever, whatever, when it's going to come, whatever rumors, mm. whatever. And then we get there and it's like finally there. And like this experience, this is the one of the few experiences in life that I wish I could relive to get that, <laughs> to get that initial experience. Yeah. yeah. It was so like outer worldly that it was like, dude, I don't even remember. Like, I feel like I've seen it too many times since then that it's like overwritten. Yeah, my I haven't initial, seen it way too many times. My initial then. reaction. You've seen to it definitely it. five times. Maybe. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Just like, I've seen it but more, like yeah. bits and pieces of it multiple times, but there were like several scenes that I just remember like just getting so hyped together. And also like so like sad together. Breaking down the trailers and be like, bro, you know what that means. <laughs> okay. Oh, I re- oh just, we would, we would get together in like the bathroom in yeah. first period. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, Dude, you know, I know you saw. Have like the, 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 the beautiful mind style with like the red, red yeah. threads on the bulletin board. Like, no, 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 look, man, this is what <laughs> oh, we, we were really <laughs> connecting the dots. <laughs> I remember just seeing billboards and being like, was it in April? Yeah, April. I just remember seeing like it was April like twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Wow, that's close. That's, that's crazy 25th. that you know that, and that's crazy well, no, that I, you almost. I remember it because it was the day after my birthday, so that's oh, why I know exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I vividly remember just looking at that billboard. Like there was one that you'd pass like yeah. every day to school, and I remember being like thirteen days, twelve days. <laughs> like <laughs> the days were just like counting down, and I was just like, oh my god! And finally, when it was there. We we really tried to get a lot of our friends on board, and but then, they just started falling. No, yeah, one by one, they just started getting picked off. Yeah. And then we realized at the end, it just had to be us we're, three. We're like the there was real, nothing else the to only do. Real ones. Yeah. yeah. And then we sat there in a three-hour movie till it ended at two a.m. Went through <laughs> hours of joy and heartbreak, and especially at the end of that movie, if people really haven't seen it, but whatever. It was like it was an experience, it. especially to have it with friends too. It was like because part of the experience that I like about movies is being able to talk about it afterwards, like just so analyze true. it, analyze everything. Because yeah. there are, there's things that you don't see in it necessarily that your friends might see, and you talk about that, and you and then or even just you get to relive it too again, kind of having with having friends. Yeah, I love going to the movies. Like, I thoroughly enjoy like when when anyone like, and I know this is. A touchy subject because we can't go to the movies. Now. <laughs> yeah, man, that kind of it's like, like one of those things that we don't yeah. talk about because yeah. it's so fun, but we don't get to do it. Yeah, but like, I just the smell of popcorn and like a slushy with like nacho nacho sauce. Like my my secret thing that I do is I dip the buttery popcorn in the nacho sauce. Dude, what? Like that's what my is wrong with that's you? That's the thing that I do in the dark that no man one sees. Taste. They don't know I do that. And now you just exposed yourself on I the world. I just exposed myself to the world. But yeah. like I really love that experience. Like just like, oh, there's the horror movies playing on in that movie, what was like the, uh, the cool other movie. What was the first movie you guys saw in a theater? Do you remember? Oof. You know? I d I have no clue. No clue. I have no do you? It was for me it was uh Pooh's Heffalump movie. What a movie. <laughs> I remember what a movie. movie. I don't know if I saw it in person, but yeah. what a movie. Yeah. The, with the purple elephant, I think I saw it at the Bear, El Capitan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, some real, real fancy, real fancy stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember many. I th- did. When did Nemo come out? 
Oof. Oof. Early <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was probably wasn't Nemo. Just, just, we'll, we'll just say it's Nemo. That's, that's like a, that's a Nemo, flex. Like the opening, Nemo like when he's in the, um, the, yeah. the sea anemone. Yes. And it's like, just like that intro music of like inspiration and like morning awakening. Mm. <laughs> that's like, that's my inspiration, man. Everything that I <laughs> morning am awakening and I will Nemo become, music. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it is born from that moment. Yeah. Like that movie is yeah. just like the, the journey of a lifetime. Well, we were born around, I think it came out in 2003. Yeah. We were like born yeah. a couple of years before that, so it was like basically like our our, our birth movie. <laughs> Lion King is also oh, that's a little bit before a couple of years before us, but yeah, yeah but it's a classic. Lion King is, Lion King what King. other uh, what other memory you guys do you guys have of like a, especially high school and then also maybe this this past year? I feel like there's a very common thread of just like bathrooms. I don't know why. <laughs> do you, I just do feel like there's a lot of place right now. Is that what are you, are you trying to like tell us? You have to like go to the bathroom. Is that so I mean, cool. like, no, I don't have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> but like the bathrooms at Hamilton, especially the stall that oh, I enjoyed. Dude, <laughs> dude, the bathrooms at Hamilton are a dark place. See, like <laughs> a lot of people and like, let's just get straight on this. Like a lot of people are really afraid to go to the bathrooms at school. Like we had friends who didn't go to the bathroom at school. There was I, friends. I, I'm going to keep it real with you, bro. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I would, I didn't know anyone that didn't, that really? was afraid to go to the oh, bathroom. Oh, because there yeah. were people who I, oh. Maybe it was Jackson. No, Jackson just didn't have lunch at, at <laughs> school. Oh, yeah. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was up with There's that. There's like yeah. little things that yeah. people in our friend group did that were yeah. just like so questionable. <laughs> but it was just like, we, we accept you, bro. Nah, bro. The, the bathrooms were like, I just became like desensitized to it, bro. You'd like go yeah. in there, just like yeah. take a piss or something. And there'd be like, <laughs> there'd be like five dudes just like hitting a wax pan like yeah. the dudes like like fucking like shooting dice on yeah. the floor like, you mean boxing. you and dexter boxing, boxing. <laughs> okay okay that was yeah. wait look man i'm reformed <laughs> I, I don't i don't i don't shoot dice anymore right um there'd be people just like rapping too like, rap, like <laughs> ciphers, ciphers in, the, in the bathroom or even just hanging out a lot of them are just ditching yeah, i mean ditching. you know we did that too like yeah i would i would because our psychology class um i took a psychology class and I would get bored, really bored. <laughs> and I'd be like to Stefano's girlfriend. I mean, Stefano's girlfriend. Yeah. Ella, I'd be like, yo, like, I'm going to go see Steph. And like, she'd be like, okay. So I'd like go and I'd be like, yo, meet me in the bathroom, new Avengers trailer. Come hang out. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. And we he'd be like the TA for like our old history teacher. And he'd be like, come right now, bro. <laughs> so we just all like dip into the bathroom and just like get really deep. Uh, is that what you were doing okay like, bro, but, okay we go to the, we would go to the bathroom and we would just talk about hilarious things okay okay dude. <laughs> but like it's just weird like i ended up really enjoying like leaving the classroom that i was in taking time away from the classroom to like be by myself like, you know, in those, because our classes were an hour and a half long, there would come a point where you're like, I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm done. It was probably like at the 50 minute mark. Where like, you like, can't no. teach me it any was, more it was information. At the one minute yeah. mark. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I cannot be educated anymore on the subject for the day. So, excuse me, but I'm going to go. Like, that was just like a well known <laughs> thing. <laughs> Dude, we would, um, man, the, the Calc VC class was uh, actually like, needed therapy bro like that, that <laughs> entire class was a mess like we would um i mean just i, I don't even know where to start like like you know talking about ditching we would just like like miss alvarez yeah. teacher just like accepted it like we would like come yeah. in her class at lunch and be like hey miss alvarez do we got a test today and she'd be like <laughs> no and we'd be like all right See ya. <laughs> just yeah. leave. Like you guys did, like you, Jackson and Dexter. Were you guys in the same class? Yeah, yeah. Like you guys, like were so funny. Like you were like so close, but so distant to the like math teachers, especially. You'd just be like, like do yeah. we really I think need that's to come also today? like the pure definition of senior year too. Yeah, that was a senior year uh, class. Yeah. Uh, and there was like so many of those classes that we would have where we would just show like, up, and then it's just like teacher, you, you I'm dip. not coming. Yeah, I'm not coming yeah. to your class, and yeah. you can't make me. Yeah, um, it was like the first like. In, in our English class, oh. we had, like, the first, like, 
at least like 45 minutes of just like pure jackassery. I mean, like we'd yeah. sit on each other's desks and just again, talk about everything. Again, shout out Mr. Smolin yeah. for just no like, shout out Mr. Smolin because I think classes number one should only be 45 minutes. Yeah, for but sure. also like when you're a senior, like and if you're in high school, you need that time like every hour to download for 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like if you think that for the first like 30 minutes your kids are going to pay attention after lunch, like you're false. Yeah. He understood that too, like right away. Cause that's like, that's what he, that's what he would do for us. And it was like, yeah. it made us want to like come to that class a little bit more. Cause we knew we would have a time to like chill out and not, yeah. and not be super stressed about whatever he has to teach yeah. us. Like it was more, it was more going at a pace that we were comfortable with yeah. and, and needed. But there would be times like in that class where we would just like leave. Like you would like, you, you don't even need to ask at that point. Yeah. It was like probably like the last couple months of school. Yeah. yeah. You could just Go. leave. Go outside. Just leave. We made some. We made some. Uh, um, TikToks. Or no, not thrillers. TikToks. Thrillers. 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 Yeah, where we were just like with yeah. Arya, our other good friend Arya. We would just set it up outside. Arya, you're like, coming on this potty soon. Don't worry, bro. There was like bro, twelve of us outside. Potty again, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to leave. <laughs> you can edit this out, bro. But it's a potty. <laughs> Stefano, is this a potty? There's no. <laughs> <laughs> Stefano, is this or is this not a potty? <laughs> I think we're gonna do that at this time. <laughs> There's no potty like a Jasper potty. Whoa. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It's supposed like, to be a play on word like party. Party. Oh. Yeah, he was saying party with like. I thought it was like. <laughs> he thought he was like. I thought I'm a potty. About the way like you, you take shit a shit in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, okay. Don't worry. Uh, this is. We're just. This helps the banter. Yeah. Senior year is just I think for everyone it's like very fun it's stressful in the beginning I know that I hated hearing everyone talk about where they were going just because it was like well that's where you're gonna go so like don't doesn't matter like when you get in there and like you know like congratulations like because you do you do actually deserve to go there but like let's not stress each other out with what SAT scores we got and make other people feel bad, you know, and stuff like that. But yeah, that, that, that's an interesting divide. And, uh, uh, I feel like, I feel like that's pretty universal, uh, um, senior year experience yeah. is, is like who, who, uh, just adopts the, their college as their new personality. So you know, I, like, I remember, oh, um, yeah. uh, uh, a certain individual who shall go unnamed, uh, like got, actually aggravated at Dexter because uh he didn't uh put his his uh college and year in his Instagram bio um and this individual was just like how are people gonna know where you're going yeah. <laughs> and he was like I don't care like, yeah and it was that was just like unfathomable uh, un, unfathomable to them that that was like you know mm-hmm. not like a part of your identity and yeah there's like, especially in our school but I think in high schools in general there's yeah. kind of a a competitive culture when it comes to uh, where you get in, when you got into it, how prestigious it is, and like I don't yeah. know. I think I think I think you start to realize like after the fact, like especially now, we all realize it's just bullshit. Yeah. We realize yeah. that like, yeah. it's yeah. not coming matter. from uh, coming from two uh, community college from three three, three, three yeah college. three community college students. Uh, community college is awesome and it's a lot less money. So if Actually, you're on the yes, fence, yes. It's awesome for those reasons. I wouldn't go and say like community college is awesome. It's awesome because you can do it for such a low price and get good courses and you can go to the school of your dreams and pay half the price if you're willing to just stick it out and live in your, live in your room for another year Mm. and work hard. And there are definitely aspects that are not awesome. No, and the aspects that aren't awesome and we can just kind of wrap it up and talk about this if you want, but like it's lonely. Like, can you accept your fate of loneliness. Like, are you willing to live with yourself? And I think that is also a really valuable thing. That's very deep. That's a very deep insight. But all people who go to community college know. No, it's true. Cause you, there's go, no social life. You go to school, you go home, you go to school, you go home. It's yeah. not, there's no in between. There's no, no going to people's houses. I mean, if you're cool, you get tacos and acai bowls. Yeah. I mean, that's if you're cool, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the maximum that we would do is realistically and during school is hang out in the library. So like, which is good to hang out with your friends in the library, but at the same time, yeah. what, that's not really a social life. That's like, that's an inside of school life. How, how was Alex? How was it going from, cause you transferred, you had to transfer from uh, 
Rochester Institute of Technology yeah. to Santa Monica College. So how was that going from I mean one to the other? Look, honestly, Rochester was such a dark place that, that like I was willing to overlook all of the yeah. uh, the, the the bad parts of Santa Monica. Mm. Like like you're talking about isolation, loneliness, like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> going to you Santa like, Monica, I was like, you were like, hell yeah. I was like, yeah, I have all the friends in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess it's, I guess it's a matter of perspective in the end. <laughs> but um, It is true. Yeah. College really didn't work out for you. But I remember talking and just, you know, and now you know, but like, look how much more clarity you have on the other side. Yeah. From that situation. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's like. Uh, ooh, gonna some some full some full circle business right here, like what you're talking about with like, you know, how do you like go about your life knowing you're gonna die? Yeah, you know, it's like you can't. This what's that? Uh, Steve Jobs, what's he said that you can't like connect the dots looking forward. You can only do it looking back. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it's like so much of that, you know, finding meaning and like finding you know the ways in which you improved and you know gaining insight from that is like you can't know what that is or even like how that's going to come about um until it's already happened yeah you know and that's why you can't like um pass judgment on things that are happening to you or the ways you react to it shout out self-forgiveness self-love um, self-forgiveness yeah um you know again until until after the fact because uh, yeah like you said like that all it uh, in the moment um you know, Rochester and stuff and just universally in the moment when bad things happen, they seem really bad. But, um, uh, you know, the actual, um, sort of character of, of things and people and, uh, I guess a life, if you want to look at it, big picture, uh, you know, is unknowable until it's, it's complete. Whoa, <laughs> character one, and, one. And, and that's on God, baby girl. <laughs> mm. Well, one thing I remember that I don't know that kind of ties into that is kind of the idea that I remember I was told this. I think I've told Jasper this before, but my this uh, one of like uh, our mentors in this program I was in in high school told me uh, this when like I was just like kind of upset with what was going on, and she just like reminded me that like don't worry, whatever is going on right now is not the end of the world at all, and like tomorrow the sun will right will rise again it will yeah, set so it'll like it'll it'll be okay because it's not because whatever's happening right now is happening it will not cause you to die most likely or it will not cause the world to stop it'll like you will continue on and that's something that's very like it seems very obvious and like simplistic but it's something that you don't really think about or realize in the moment of what's going on so that's something that i like to tell myself a lot whenever i'm in a situation where i kind of been unhappy with what's going on or like just like kind of what you were saying like in a state of just like not knowing what's what's happening or where you're going to yeah. go from there and it, it's kind of just a good reminder for me that i've always felt there's there's a certain security in not knowing you know because it's like j just as much as it might everything might turn out terrible you got to remind yourself that it's like you don't know you know yeah. like it's, it's just as likely everything's yeah. gonna be fine as it is it's gonna be terrible the only thing we know is that we don't know exactly i mean literally like that's and it's one of those things like Change is the only constant. Like, it's true. Like, can you have objective peace on the fact that your life is completely unpredictable? Because it is. And there's nothing you can do to change about that. Because that's how yeah. only reality thing you can works. change is whether or not you're at peace with it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Are you at peace with the moment? And that helps you. That's mindfulness. That's true presence. Is just being okay with that and rolling with it. Which is extremely hard. Like you find yourself in like arguments with your parents or your siblings and you're like, dude, you're being, you're not being smart about the situation and I don't appreciate it. And the, your response to it is not the right way when you could come at a completely different angle mm -hmm. if you weren't tethered to your emotions. The other thing I was going to say um, was as long as we're kind of doing connect the dots backwards and another kind of the sun will rise tomorrow. I thought a good quote for me that was interesting that I read was um, uh, a warrior looks at life as a challenge, not an uh, challenge, not a blessing or a curse, mm. which means that it's not 
positive or negative. It just it's is. just that it's something you have to do and be better for. Mm. So if you use it as something to be better for every time, then even the most trivial things that you do, even the most like, like cleaning the dishes and making sure that they're dry or signing a contract or starting a startup, mm-hmm. they all actually start to have equal weight. And it's the weight you assign to your accountability that actually matters more than what you're doing. Because you're the one who's going to do the hard tasks and you're the one that's going to do the easy tasks. And you're the one who's going to have the dialogue at the end of the day. You can't leave yourself, right? That's what we were talking about before. Yeah. So are you going to be able to walk away from the dishes like if they're not perfect and you know that your mom's going to be disappointed in you if like that one's like not clean or something? Hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, and I often think about this. I had a conversation with one of my mentors and he was like, just do everything that you do to your best of your ability. Yeah, like I don't I don't want to clean the car really well. I don't want to do the dishes really well. I don't want to do that stuff. But like if I do, am I going to become better? I mean, not at the dishes, but maybe I'll learn some lesson slowly, subconsciously, or even in that moment, which is like the dishes are just as important as you doing the biggest things in your life. That's yeah. the that's what I believe to be the approach of a true um, master of life, like just treating everything like equal and just tanking it on. And like we say, falling forward with the oppor- opportunities that we miss and, and the things we do well, because it's also one of those things where it's like, you can't, you can't get um, caught up in like winning. You can't just be, Oh, it's okay. Like, complacent okay well i think with um kind of just wrap it up i wanted to know alex before we stop where do you see yourself going this next year and maybe the next couple years especially in your schooling and what are your goals especially for this next couple years i just want to say something i think it's always fun to break up like where do you see yourself in a month where do you see yourself in three months six months and then let's do a year three years five years and ten this is too many categories bro yeah yeah I want you to organize it. I want to hear it. <laughs> no, you can just do it really quick to see what you got. Uh, okay. What are, it's the, Try it. Try what, it. What are the, what it's are a good the, way to think about things. Okay. What are, your, what are your... So the first one is a month. Okay. A month. Um, school starting. Going to, you know, work that out. Uh, yeah. Going to try to work my work schedule around school. Uh, hopefully that's all going well. Um, hopefully, you know, all of the things we have learned in quarantine uh i can take into that it's pretty foreseeable okay five months let's do five months instead of three months five months okay or six months six that months seems six long. months half a year uh dang what even that would be like we're done with the semester at that point huh okay yeah. so sure, I'm, yeah. I'm uh I'm, I'm applying for transfer at that point yeah yeah um so and where do you want to transfer you think where yeah you so uh, I'm not, I'm not certain. I'm, I'm going to do, uh, you know, a lot of the UCs. Um, I'm all, right now I'm also very much looking at the, uh, the Maritime Academy, the California Maritime Academy, um, for their, uh, What's that? it's the, it's, it's, uh, where you go if you want to join the Merchant Marine, uh, which is something I was considering, but I'm not really with that. Mm. They have a program though, uh, which is, uh, called Facilities Engineering Technology, um, which is, uh, I think encompasses a lot of stuff I want to do. Cause it's like, it's, uh, originally I wanted to do, uh, energy engineering, like, like power plants, that kind of thing. But, um, that's a little too, a little, little too much theory, not enough, uh, you know, hands-on stuff for my liking. So the, uh, engineering technology component of that me- means that they, uh, you know, it's a lot more tools, it's a lot more building, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I'm, I'm, I'm better at and I can get behind. And I think it's very, you know, applicable, uh, uh, to, you know, a lot of like jobs, I guess, a lot of, you know, things in the actual world. So, and then a uh, year from now, what, what school will you be at? You think ideally, hopefully either probably either that or, uh, Berkeley, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. You will be bro. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when you graduate college? 
Dude, this is like I know, man. <laughs> like we're just talking about goals. We're just talking yeah. about like that would be cool to do. That's something I'd like to do. Where do yeah. you see yourself? I'd like to travel. I think um, while engineering, is that something you do, or do I'd you like, just take some time? Probably, yeah, probably you know work for a while, save up the money, and then I mean that would be that'd be awesome if you can get like overseas engineering jobs. But I feel like just more realistically, you'd probably like work for a bit, get the money, then go you know yeah. travel. Um, uh. Yeah, I'd like to travel. I'd like to go to like, you know, I mean, man, I don't know. It's just like it's 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 all because the, the 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 future is just like so in flux right now. You know, it's like just because of the state of the world, it's like who knows what is going to be possible or impossible in in I don't know after after we graduate college, um, which isn't actually that far away, you know. But it's like that seems just like you know so much can change between now and then. Um, yeah, so hopefully traveling, hopefully working, hopefully, you know, financially secure. We shall see. I think all that can happen, bro. You speak, and so you shall create. Mm. As long as I am able to make the jump. <laughs> yes, as long as you're able to make the jump. And I think uh, I think that's a good place to end for this one. We wanted to thank Alexander for coming on today. Thank you, Alex. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. And we're, uh, have, uh, we're hoping to have a couple more maybe of yeah. these cool uh, little boy boys nights of just being able to just talk about whatever and um and with that we want to thank everybody for listening and we hope you join us on the next episode of make the jump peace